Welcome back to the Mesilat Yesharim. And today we're going to, God willing, finish chapter 16. We're up to Misha Oved Hashem Be'emet. Now, I think this was something that um, the Mesilat Yesharim undoubtedly has some many, many phenomenal amazing, amazing, um, you know, pieces to it. But I think this this idea, I think is something that we have to review maybe 101 times in our own minds because it's something that's really scary if you actually understand the ramifications. Now, I'm going to explain it to you. He says, somebody that really wants to serve Hashem and knows that spirituality is the truth. This physical world is a figment of our imagination, right? When Mashiach comes, this fig- this spiritual world with all its high-rises and all its trillionaires and billionaires and all its pleasures and its indulgences, it's, go- it's going to die out slowly, and the real world is going to become the world that's a full day of Shabbat, right? where Hashem is going to be, that day His name is going to be one, and He's going to be one. Everybody's going to know the only thing that matters is spirituality and the service of what? Hashem. So He says, again, to review, Tahara means that our motives should be totally pure. There shouldn't even be one gram of doing it for honor and glory and ulterior motives, right? The only reason why we're, we're, we're serving Hashem is what? La'asot nachat ruach liyotzreinu v'la'asot ritzomboreinu. You know what that means? To make God happy and bring pleasure and nachat ruach to our Father in Heaven. Now, exactly. So he says, in the end of the day, do you want your olam haba, your relationship with Hashem, to be pure gold? Or do you want it to be, do you want it to be unadulterated? Or do you want to have some, he brings a mashal of like, for example, have you ever bought a menorah, a real silver kiddush cup, and then the bogus ones that are just silver plated? The bogus ones, after a while, what happens to them? You gotta throw them in the garbage. The real ones that are unadulterated are pure. They last forever. It's a heirloom from generation to generation. Now, once this world ends and we have no more tests, right? And the Satan gets shechted and Mashiach comes, right? And all our challenges and trials and tribunals end. Do you want all the mitzvahs that you did to have some unpure motives in it? To be second class? Or do you want it to be pure silver, pure 24 karat gold, right? He says, if you have some, if you really serve Hashem, you want it to be the most desirable and pure and 24 karat, you understand? Triple platinum. That's what the Mesilla is telling us. And I think this is a very important idea because especially us Persian Jews, you look at their houses, you look at their cars, right? 
Listen, we're, we're headed to another ec- economic recession. These things are easy come, easy go. Do you know how many billions of dollars we had to live in Iran and just run for our lives from the Ayatollahs? But the thing that's everlasting, the only thing we take up from with us is like Moshe, right? Everybody went to take the gold. Where did Moshe go take? The bones of Yosef. Because that's the only thing the Midrash says you take with you to the world. The, the chesed you do, the kindness, the Torah, the mitzvahs. Now those, do you want them to be totally pure, the Ramchal is asking you? Or you want it to be silver plated or do you want it to be what? Like the real, real, real deal. He says, you, we don't want our our service of Hashem to have ulterior motives. We want it to be totally pure. And that's what Chazal say in the Gemara and Shabbat, Samech Gimal, Kol whoever does a mitzvah in its most perfect, unadulterated, um, authentic, classic, such a person will never get what? Bad news. In, it says in the Gemara 62, Do the things for the sake of heaven and talk about Torah, not so people, right? Now, Rav Desler, I just want to say something here. In, in, uh, Shani, are you listening to me? Rav Desler, um, says something uh, one of my friends told me he was a big uh, bucky in Mikhtam Meliyahu he said in, in, in defense of us he says nowadays most of the Talmidei Chachamim are doing it for the sake uh, at least the Torah learning maybe giving tzedakah is more of a challenge for the philanthropist are they doing it for the plaque or are they doing it for God right but I just want to let you know that anybody that learns the Nefesh Achayim when he talks about the importance of learning Torah, the crown of Torah has, fought, has fallen into the mud. There used to be a, a time where there was such an overwhelming and awesome amount of Kavad Torah. People used to respect their Torah leaders and Torah giants and a Talmud Chacham and in such an outstanding and um, wonderful way that um, at, at those times, maybe people that were learning could do it for the honor, you know. But nowadays, they're made fun of and ridiculed, especially at the right after the war. You know that after the destruction of all the yeshivas in Europe. So Baruch Hashem, um, we always want to talk positive, right? Baruch Hashem, we have the positive podcast. I have a positive podcast. Um, hundreds of people are listening to it, a few hundred people. So I just wanted to bring that idea that even though we are going very, very high bar here with the Mrs. Sharim and he's saying, but um, sometimes it's good to bring a new aspect that Rav Dessler is just saying that you said you should know. In a way, it's a double-edged sword. Kavara Taira has gotten so to the beyond the basement level, you know. It's gone to the gutter that a lot that Baruch Hashem we can be proud and we can be sure that a lot of people that are learning Torah in our day and age are doing it only for the sake of what? For the sake of God. Now, So it says, 
obviously the people that really love Hashem and want to be uh, attached to Hashem, like the Baal Sefer Charedim says in the song, Yedid Nefesh, they're sick. Their love of Hashem, the, the, the fact that the, the, the Shekhinah is in Galut, it makes them sick. The fact that they can't hug their father in heaven and the Shekhinah is in Galus and we're in Hester Panim, right? God is hiding his face. He says those people that want to do, serve God with a complete heart, He says, some mere mortals, people that are not on the, the level of loving God, they may say, whoa, whoa, you're just... Uh, that's why I brought the Rav Dessler. You know, some people may say, hey, this is just like, listen, and then they, they were human. We like We like compliments, right? We like... You can't expect us to be angelic and only do it for the sake of God. You know, and then at the end of the day, how, how can we be so pure? We were born of, uh, we're, 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 we do have a body, right? And we are born from, um, in the, uh, you know, we're, we're born of a mother. He says, no. He says, love has an amazing power. Oh. Love has an amazing power. And those people, you know, one has to know, parenthetically, when, when one has a when one has um, love of Hashem and does things with happiness, amazing things are um, possible. So, this is what... Um, Emunat ahavatam lefanav itbarach leitzab b'surufa v'tahara u'mashem David v'avdach... So he says somebody that has um, gotten to the lofty madrega of loving Hashem, he will be able eventually to get to this um, pure, pure motive of just serving Hashem out of love. So what we wanted to What we wanted to say is that um, the shh. What we wanted to say is that the inebe emetza mifchan shabon nifchanim ibnalim of the atzman b'madegatam. That this is what separates the men from the boys. What for it, it, for lack of a better. Um, Mashal, what uh, what goes on over here is is that you know certain people their level of sadiq is like a general. Some of them are like a major. Some of them are like a ch- sergeant. Right? How great of a sadiq they are, the Ramchal is saying, is how pure their heart and motives are. How much are they just doing out of love Hashem, not for artillery motives of fame and 
right? Kimi Oh, wow. So this is something very important. He says that uh, uh, somebody that... Um, Shani, you understand what he's saying here? He's saying something very deep. He says the more pure your motives, the more you're beloved by Hashem. Which makes sense. Because you're selfless. You're not doing it. And it's sad. I, I just wanted to say... As a side note, there's a very important story from the Chazonish. One great Rosh Hashiva, it wasn't the Panevich Rav, but in, in, there, was, there was a very, very um, talented Rosh Hashiva towards the end of the life of the Chazonish. He was starting up. He was very, very um, like an all-star. And he was young, but he was starting a very, very great yeshiva. Which yeshiva this is, I don't know. But he was starting in Israel, and the Chazonish was happy to come test the boys and see it. But the Chazanish felt, as unfortunately, um, makes me cry a little bit inside. I, I see from a few of the different organizations that I uh, uh, have observed, the Chazanish felt that the Rosh Hashiva was so happy and excited because he took the Chazonish to the Ezra Sunashim to the second floor and he said, look, look, within a matter of like a year and a half, I have like a few hundred people learning and look how intense their learning is. But I, I think the Chazonish felt that he was a bit much, too much into strictly his brand of yeshiva, you know? So the Chazonish... So I'll tell you, so what, did the, what did the Chazanish tell him? The Chazanish told him, listen, what you did here is great and you're an all-star, right? But he says the true, this is what, this is what I, the Mr. Sharm is saying here. He's saying, but you've, you've hit the pinnacle of being the greatest servant of Hashem, right? When there's yeshiva across the street, you go to the second floor and you have the same nachas. You have the same pleasure, right? You understand? And, and, and this is something I just wanted to say that the greatest gedolim, there could be a Rosh Hashiva that knows as much, as much Torah as Rav Chaim and Rav Ovadia combined and he could be a great mefalfel. But in the end of the day, he's not going to be in the, on the tier one of gedolim, of the leaders of Klal Yisrael. Because a gadol, a great Jewish leader means he, the more people you care about, this is the idea I'm trying to tell you. The more people you care about, so some people could care about his own family. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. The more selfless you are. Yeah. The more people you care about, the greater Jewish leader you are. And I'm just trying to say this is the second side of this coin. That the more you do something for the sake of Hashem, not for my sake, oh, this is my yeshiva and I want my name to become famous and I want my Slabatka style yeshiva or my Chavetz Chaim or my Neri Yisrael or my, right? The, um, the more that one is altruistic, right? Totally, totally just for the sake of Hashem. The Ramchal is telling us a very deep secret. He says Hashem loves that tzaddik more. Because he's just doing it, right? Because Hashem is our shadow. So if you're just doing it purely for Hashem, right? You've totally become that 24 karat gold. 
that there's, there's, you don't want to show off, right? And it says, it says in the Divrei Yamim, because Hashem knows our thoughts and Hashem could gauge our hearts. And it says in the end of the day, in the Gemara, this is why, um, I would probably say the Messiah Yeshayim is the most important Messiah Sefer, but right near there is the Chovas Halavavos, that Hashem should help us to learn to, with each other also, because it has Shara Bechina and Shara Bitochon. And in the end of the day, you have to know Hashem, you know, it's great to have a great long beard and, you know, shuckle back and forth. But in the end of the day, what is, what, what's the most meaningful thing to Hashem? Our motives, our hearts. Why are we doing it, you know? Doesn't mean just because, you know, just to bring out the Nefesh HaChaim of it, does, doesn't mean just because we are um, doing it, if we don't have the fire within, we shouldn't do the mitzvah. It still has a, you know, we still have to keep ourselves on track. What? It still has a value. Uh, the Rav Chaim Velazhner talks about that extensively in Nefesh HaChaim. But everybody will agree, both Hasidim, Ashkenazim, Sfardim, Misnagdim, whatever you want to call, that in the end of the day, the fact of the fact is, if you look in, especially the fifth book of Torah, Hashem wants our heart, and our entire heart. So he says, of course, it's not enough just the action. And a, a, a great, great rabbi, Rabbi Dweck, said a beautiful mashal on this. He said the envelope mashal. He said the relationship between the, the action of the mitzvah and the motive of the mitzvah, the heart of the mitzvah is like an envelope. Remember in the old days there was an email? So p- people would send a letter. So what's the main thing of the letter? What's written inside? Right? Lo- especially like let's say you're sending a love letter to your um, fiancé, right? Or to your children that you haven't seen because you're on a w- work, right? This is before the telephone. Yes, there was a time there was no email and telephone. People would communicate through what? No, letters before that. So if you put it, the action is like the stamp. Is the postman going to deliver the letter without the stamp? But what's the main part of it? The letter. The letter. So that's the same thing. You understand? In the end of the day, I think that I love that marshal. It just resonated with me. You understand? In the end of the day, of course, we have to put on the tefillin. We have to do the 316 commandments. Unfortunately, 70% of them we're not able to do because we don't have the base hamikdash. But in the end of the day, the most important part is the motive. And the purer the motive, the more beloved are we in front of Hashem. And the king of the body is the heart. The um, One has to understand. He says, because with, imagine, uh, uh, my dear, when your heart is on fire, the whole body gets into it, right? When you're, when, when you're, when you have this unlimited burning f- love for Hashem, it, it, it causes, it creates a great manifestation 
it manifests in all the body, right? Because that's what he's saying. He's like the king of the body, right? And then, because again, wherever the heart is, that's where the energy is. And, you know, we're not coming here to discount mitzvahs that, you know, sometimes people are, are, are burnt out and some people, sometimes, you know, people, it's hard for them to, to do what they're doing. But in the end of the day, Shlomo Melech says, give me your heart and you've given me everything. So Baruch Hashem, we finished the um, 16th chapter. Next time we're going to do chapter 17.